and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host, Anu, and I'm recording this special episode from Brighton. So not quite London, UK. We're in Brighton, which is just another city um, outside of London by um, the coast um, of the UK, which is just a really lovely um, southern part of the country because we've got the Brighton SEO conference and um, I'm speaking tomorrow more and moderating and this is just exciting. Um, so yeah, recording from Brighton. Um, yeah, just continue using this amazing platform to share not just um, expert but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with um, my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to, if you don't make it to the ppc chat live discussions and even if you do then like share and retweet on that's right um twitter with my handle the marketing anu or join us on the linkedin page um which uh, yeah on our linkedin group um which is the ppc chat roundup podcast or if you're on instagram would love to have you um check us out um on the handle at ppc chat underscore roundup to get quotes and snippets from our previous episodes and um, today again we are joined um we're led by the great um julie Vicini, awesome and great julie Vicini, um leading us in a topic that was that got all of our um our tongues wagging last week and loads of people have joined this chat unfortunately i wasn't able to join the chat live because i was driving um down to brighton at that very time um but yeah the topic is um, Google's announcement, which is um, about the end of ETAs as expanded text ads um, come about mid next year. That's happening. So we've literally got probably like less than a year to get that sorted out. Um, and that means we'll only have um, for text ads, responsive search ads, meaning we're going to have the options where we the only option would be um, the type of ad where we have to create up to we create up, up to 15 headlines and four description lines and we leave Google to do the mixture of two headlines I believe it would be two or four headlines and two description lines um, out of the options we give it so yeah that that got us all thinking about and um, I feel like I put a a, um, a meme last week edited the one about that um, couple where the guys turned around looking at the la- another lady walking by him and basically his partner is keyword um updates and the pro- the, the 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 lady that he's he's turning his head around to watch walk away is now <laughs> ad copy updates because i feel like google, google has been doing a lot of keyword updates and um changing stuff based on keyword and now they're faced they are, they are, they are moving their attention to um ad copy updates now um, so yeah, we are going to talk a lot about that. Um, and yeah, Google, I mean, Julie Dem, does a bit of a roll call first, going first, how are we all doing? Melissa McKee joins us today, doing good, back from vacation, during which I decided to read Twitter only to see the ETA announcement. Yeah, that was not the time to check it out, <laughs> Melissa. Robert Brady um, joins us as well, just getting back into a groove post-holiday. Wow, loads of people went on holiday, nice. Glenn Schmelzel as well, um, hanging in there um and then green rope join us as well we also have um doreen brown joining us as well saying grateful for the long weekend yes it was labor day for them in the u.s on monday um we have got got kirk williams as well saying doing great today i'm off caffeine these days oh i feel like i should do that at some point but mm, not yet 
but needed a little boost this morning. So I had my first cold brew in a long time. I'm wired. I love that. Um, got also, we've got Julia Vice that joins us with conversation as well as Sam and Dan Patterson um, and a few others. Um, but yeah, I get quite excited to, to give my opinions on this for the first time and see um, what's going on. So yeah, Julia then gets on to our first question of the day saying, with Google Ads announcing that expanded text ads ETAs will no longer be able to be created as of June 2022, um, what are your thoughts and feelings? Um, I think... For me, my thoughts are that, yeah, it was about time. They were going to, well, not about time. I, I, I don't think it's about time. I'd have loved to a, a bit more time to have control. They're, we're just losing more control um, when it comes to Google just automating everything. But I can see why they do that. I really, really would. Not surprised, as, as Kirk has said as well. Um, and, um, yeah, it's just it's just part of their, their, their move towards automating stuff and doing towards they can towards what they feel is better for data privacy um and yeah kirk replies as well saying not surprised but this um well with this change google definitely needs to give more data on individual ad elements beyond simply impressions so we can know how to improve the inputs we submit for rsas one thing i'm hopeful for is now that there's no need to convince advertisers to move over to etas there's not really a need to hide conversion data on individual elements so i can see this data being added in to help advertisers since our incentives align align with google here i feel that's a very great and hopeful um response from kirk um i do not i i do still feel that google is very much a possibility that google will not give us those conversion data for the different elements anyway anders Holt replies saying end of etas isn't this just another little twist in the way the interface constantly changes and in the way google optimizes outcome from the media plus budget this marketing equation google ads is a game of constant change jim banks um, replies saying i've been all in on the AI for a while, so I'm pretty happy to not have to worry about the old way for too much longer. Just need to get my pinning strategy in place. Um, CM Shah replies saying, not surprised, but at, a t at the same time, RSA is not helping to convey the message which we can actually happen um, which we can actually happily do in ETA. Uh, Martin replies, I'm saying disappointed to lose all those advanced ad customization capabilities. There are some ad customizations available for RSAs, but they don't come close to what you can do with ETAs. And yeah, that's something that we discussed last week as well, because um, we could see like, we can't see if functions, we can't see, the, we can't do if, if functions with RSAs and some other ad customizers with RSAs, which we can do with ETA. So I really hope that they do um, bring that in, they do bring that through um, when we're going to get moved over, all over, um, when we move to um, RSAs and we, we can't do ETAs anymore. Gila Vice replies, my thoughts are as usual, why is this mandatory, how in the actual ah explicit uh, do they expect this to work smoothly across all industries gross uh, melissa replies eta is going away is a nightmare for heavily regulated industries it's hard enough to explain etas to legal departments rsas are possible and often won't get approved could be a deal breaker for some businesses unless we pin all headlines and descriptions and that might need to be the way Sam, Sam replies, I'm not surprised. The writing has been on the wall for about a year now, especially as RSAs became the default in campaign setups plus ETAs 
buried. Um, that being said, I think this change is a huge opportunity for smart PPC pros. I agree to that as well. And it's very interesting that I'd also already put all my slides together for Brighton SEO and um, I'm talking on ad copy and um, doing it better. So I hope my tips do really help pushing towards um, better better things to do when um, when we can only use RSA. So for PPC pros, it shouldn't be, um, it should be no, 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 no skin of our backs. Robert Brady replies, why does Google ads feel like they have to cram ad copy testing into the black box? Ad testing has been for getting customers insights and with existing reporting capabilities that will virtually disappear. And his replies, my feeling is Google wants the AI to monetize that insight rather than the marketer. Well, yeah, they always try to monetize everything. Dan Patterson replies, never a dull moment in SEM. <laughs> nice and simple. Julie replies, I'm certainly not surprised by the announcement, but bummed it's actually happening. Effectively, we'll end testing, which sucks, and it is not feasible for all clients. Compliance issues. Seriously hoping reporting expands otherwise really not good. Uh, Melissa replies, ad testing is one of the best or most leveraged elements of PPC and this move will make it nearly impossible. Just a horrible move by Google. So for, yeah, for compliance issue people, that is not a good move for them. Dan Patterson continues though with his answer after his very succinct ones, um, saying hopefully they will roll out more data to make understanding the impact of different headlines and descriptions possible, but I won't hold my breath just yet. Tim Halloran replies, this is exactly where my head went. Um, and um, that's in response to where Melissa says ETAs is going away is a nightmare. Um, ETAs, um, it's hard enough to explain ETAs to legal departments. RSAs are impossible and often won't get approved. Oh, with legal departments, that'll be tough. Try working in real estate, continuing, continues Tim. Um, consumer healthcare, law, basically any regulated industry and use RSAs. It sucks because you need to overly work them and customize them into submission. Not cool at all. Um, and then we have CM Shah reply, not surprised, but at the same time, RSA is not helping to convey the message. Um, and then we continue with Brett Badovsky going, um, it's a huge indication that if you are not using RSAs currently, now is the time to start testing them in your existing structure and including in new builds for the highly regulated industries and practitioners with very strict copy guidelines. I feel for you. Uh, Liam Lally replies saying the more they can cut the agencies out of the chain, the better. Keep slowly reducing the options and we can all be in auto apply heaven soon um that sounds very sarcastic i hope it is um anders replies why well, i understand that thought i don't think it's about cutting out it's just yield optimization dave galigwes replies to that saying not gonna lie jumping more into programmatic just to play with more levers and switches that we love interesting and then we have dave galigwes replying to question one saying echoing other Hard for those in highly regulated industries. We have been running RSAs and ETAs in combo for a bit now, so hopefully it won't be too jarring for us. Yes, we've been doing that for uh, my clients as well. So, yeah, we'll just be about pausing and maybe adding a few more RSAs um, or more combinations um, to the mix. Dwayne Brown replies, we all knew this day would come since last year. I bet if COVID didn't happen, it would have been gone this year. Instead, change 
is constant. Yeah, that's definitely something we can rely on in this industry. Julie then goes on to question two saying, is there anything you're doing or planning to do to prepare for this change? It's nice that we have a long horizon to prepare for this at least. Um, I'll say that the thing that we'll need to prepare for, as um, I believe was Jim Banks that said, just the pinning strategy, what needs to be pinned and how many more RSAs do we need to add to it as well. Um, we've got Melissa McKee replying to question two saying, we're starting to work on redoing compliance templates. Julia Vice replies, yes, adjusting templates and telling clients about it. Now it helps that we do a lot of types of ads. So the asset-based approach feels like locals, apps, and discovery campaigns, not so all the way new. Kirk Williams replies, expecting this, we've already made it a habit to include one RSAs plus two ETAs, as we do with my client as well, in every ad group, except in the cases where it was clear to utilize ETAs only for whatever reasons. We'll begin transitioning each account to RSA's Q1 2021 post-holidays. Yeah, good plan for that. I think in terms of timeline, I wonder how soon people are going to be making the shift. Julie Bicini then goes on to um, answer question two herself. She goes, I'm already running RSA's in all my ad groups in preparation for this. If you're not, I'd suggest starting to or doing what you need to be able to. Test those ETAs for as long as you can to get data to use for RSAs too. Brett replies to question two saying, we ensure all new builds are launched with ETAs and RSAs. So just continuing to monitor the combinations that arise and making corrections if anything funky comes about. Robert Brady replies, I'm gonna be testing my pinning theories much more and writing some awesome ETAs, ETAs to keep fighting past the sunset. <laughs> past the sunset yep that's right Dwayne replies continue to test rsa set expectations with new clients in the near future this change could impact account performance in either direction similar when we went from spa so standard text ads to etas and standard text ad was pretty much just what two headlines with um 30 characters and one description line so yeah, we've been getting a lot of change. Grant Schmelzel replies to um, question two saying, our crew uh, MacGyvered, MacGyvered a, shape, a sheet that shows all possible hedge combinations to detect things which, um, if unpinned, will be embarrassing. Feel free to use. Oh, I'm going to be using that um, Google Sheet. So MacGyvered, meaning that, yeah, puts together um, an amazing tool um, that can be done, that was pretty much done. Um, of, of his brains and as Hoth replies to question two saying preparing for the end of ETAs not specifically we continuously optimize campaigns and update the way we work so I'm guess shopping this will just enter the flow David Galigwas, um replies um, well, I think he meant guess or hoping I put it as guest shopping. <laughs> David Galigwas replies to question two saying, that's been our MO in-house here as well. Tim Halloran replies, probably not. Not the same thing as when they changed from standard to expanded was sort of the same. We'll just move things over in current and new accounts more and more. It'll change the way we test stuff too though. That'll be a bigger change. And I am actually catching like a very interesting thread here because when... um. Kirk Williams uh, replied to question one, saying, "Not surprised. Uh, beyond simple impressions, um, we can know, um, we can know how to improve the inputs we submit for RSAs. We'll be we'll be able to get. It'll be great to have more data for that." Gustav replies, "Might simply having multiple RSAs with 
pinned headlines be the answer? Kirkwood replies, pinned headlines can influence ad strength, so there seems to be concern of indirectly harming potential results in an ad account. And yeah, um, Jeannie Marvin last week did reply saying ad strength is completely separate from quality score and doesn't have any direct impact. Pinning can lower the ad strength rating as it reduces the number of combinations that the system can generate. So remember, pinning can lower the ad strength rating as it reduces the number of combinations that the system can generate. Glenn replies, yes, Kirk, when talking AI, small indirect effects can be greatly magnified. Martin replies to that saying, ad strength is mostly synonymous with ad variation. If you pin in order to have less variation, then the ad strength indicator going down is a logical consequence. Can't have it both ways. Julie replies, I don't care if, it's, if it thinks my ads are strong. What I do care about is this because pinning a lot of things gets you poor at strength and julia vice replies hey 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 everyone hey you know how lots of pub sectors can't pixel their properties so you can't even give conversion and data to the machine to work with so you just run max clicks with a machine that has no idea if it's matching contextual accurate phrases <laughs> julia replies and um yeah the, that search guy nl had an interesting um bit in most um a recent email about max clicks to nils cares to share so but i don't think he was able to share there um and then martin goes but this shouldn't affect rsas too much as it's mostly about clicks anyway i mean in theory the ad rotation takes conversions into account but only if it has enough data to tie conversion rate differences to ad assets i wouldn't worry about it julia vice i worry about everything and in the public sector when you get mega searches for nonsense it teaches the machine to put those phrases together without my search terms it snowballs fast um, so yeah, a lot of the issues about how Google are going to be matching um, headlines and descriptions um, together. Going on now swiftly to question three, Julie asks, what is your best piece of advice regarding responsive search ads since they will be the only option in less than a year? Start testing straight away. My, 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 my advice is it, it's hard to know what works, um, but really start testing. Um, and Anders replies, best piece of advice for RSA is yes, I'm a listing. If someone has a method methodology for building these for meaningful results, I want it. I find RSA is frustrating, so I get someone more patient to create them for me. Bless him. Melissa replies, ditto Anders. I find RSA is very frustrating and time consuming. It can be to find actually good mixtures um, to put in. And um, Julie replies, it's such a different thought um, process when what you have done up to this point. So don't feel like you're dumb or unable to adapt or whatever because you find them challenging. They are. Um, and his replies, haha, we must be patient with the machines and the engineers that build them. Do not hate them for they know not what they have done. <laughs> Did I remember to say nonsensical? Um, yeah, people quite annoyed um, with that. And continuing on. Um, we've got Ibn Lawi, who I feel Ibn is um, more an SEO guy, I thought. Anyway, Ibn replies, make sure all your RSA fields are filled out and relevant. Make sure you're taking advantage of the insertion fields where you can and where it makes sense. Remember that call ads are almost like ETAs if you need something with short ad copy that is defined on mobile mostly. That is, yeah, call out ads or site links. How are site links going to work alongside them? That's what I'm thinking. Even continues, use pinned on themes. H1 is your most important. So pin everything you want to show H1 there 
five to seven headlines, then H2, your secondary, H3, nice to haves. I do keyword or theme in H1, call to action in H2, value or trusted statement in H3 for my service clients. Jim Banks also replies saying, I'd say that the mobile first means that more of your ads will be seen on mobiles. So you need to be thinking of location insertion ad customizers. This is automation. So should free up time for creation and make more time for analysis instead of making ads that get zero impressions. Garrett replies, start testing RSAs everywhere. They always cannibalize the ads, which is frustrating, but I use them in all campaigns. And then we have Julia Vice replying to question three saying, don't try to do everything at once. Keep your messages consistent. And remember, we're still dealing with ad groups and keywords. And then in response to question three, we've got Liam Lally replying saying, have columns in a spreadsheet with the style of each headline, then play about with different ways to say those headlines. Ensure you're not replacing similar headlines across multiple headlines, um, headlines in the same RSAs. Julie replies, don't let Google Ads pressure in the ad creation process. Make you make bad choices. It wants more, more, more headlines. Make sure you have good ones. Don't just write them to fill the lines. It keeps adding. That is very true. And I don't actually want to give too many answers away right now because I've put a lot of those that thought process in um, my talk tomorrow. <laughs> so I hope you're around. Well, for those who are not around, well, for those who are not around, the main thing I'll say is that make sure you're collecting your data properly from clients, customers, and competitors. And yes, definitely what everybody's saying, um, make sure you're not just repeating um, terms in you know your different headlines and only use as many as you want to. I know they, they are the option of using up to 15 headlines or filling up to 15 headlines but just use as many as you need to. I remember when I was reviewing the ad copy that someone else, our client had written and they'd given us nine headlines, but one of the headlines was just a repetition and you just different ways of some of the previous headlines. And we, we remove them. We can have eight variations or seven variations. It doesn't have to be 15 variations that you give um, the Google ads to work with. Tim Jansen then replies to question three, saying you don't have to max out the full available number of headlines and description. Lord, it's like he was reading my mind. Just because you can doesn't mean you should or you need to. I think that's, yeah, we are all in agreement with that. But Bodovsky replies to question three, saying being mindful of pinning is super important. You want your ads to be easy to read and understand. For example, you wouldn't necessarily want your CTA headlines to be able to show in H2 and H3 at the same time, would you? So yeah, knowing how you pin it, which is what's it, why it's impossible. That's why it's, it's possible. It, uh, it's very important that you do put the right CTA in the right time, in the right place and not necessarily repeat it all the time just make sure it's pinned properly but then replies pinning can help prevent strange combinations being put together but in that same breath using pinning can sometimes lower your ad strength and his replies i'm buying this one you are my new pin friend makes a lot of sense to use use that systematically to get some control in place so yes it's going to be all about knowing how to pin properly and then um we have got Julie taking us on to question four, saying um, it was shared that your RSA ad strength rating does not impact quality score, but does it impact performance in your experience? 
there's RSA ad strength. I've not noticed that yet. Um, Anders replies, impact of ad strength. I haven't tested this, but if the machine says it's bad, it can't be good. Kirk replies, exactly my thoughts. The fact that something doesn't directly, Google word, Google's words, impact ad rank doesn't mean somehow the same things aren't being considered in determining ad rank. Julie replies to that, don't tell me my eligibility is limited and then also tell me that is no big deal because I think it can't be both, right? Like how would the quality of your ads on this ad rank page be completely and entirely separate from ad strength? Ad strength and ad rank here being very different things if someone newer to PPC is reading through the chat today. So yeah, ad strength, ad rank, two very different things that we should always um, remember and consider. Philip replies, no hard data, but Google um, keeps suggesting your own keywords to be put into ad. Um, I am sure it will, definitely. I think it definitely will as well. And then we have Robert Brady replying to Brad Podolsky saying, I wouldn't pin anything important on compelling to H3 right now. I don't think Google is giving H3 that much airtime based on top combination reports. So yeah. Remember that, guys, H3, not working too well, so you might not want to pin too much on there. Julia Vice replies to question four, saying, not across the board, but in some cases, yes. And Dwayne Brown replies, don't know, to be honest, I don't look at those scores typically in ad accounts. We are more focused on hit, on hitting KPIs and how to move the needle, all about moving that needle. Melissa McKay replies to question um, four, saying, I look at it this way, quality scores are already low for many B2B industries. Ad strength is just another metric we'll probably ignore. Interesting. And Anders replies, now you're being naughty, Melissa. Google is trying to make us make a change to improve the overall outcome of the equation. I'm trying to figure out how giving low scores can generate higher bids. I haven't figured it out yet, but it is out there. Julia Vice replies, I'll look at this to see if it affects my CPCs. Low strengths could be read as spam but we'll have to see. Kevin Lord replies to um, replies as well to this thread saying, just DM'd you on LinkedIn, would love to chat about this and other B2B stuff. Okay, so that's a B2, B2B um, compadres wanting to chat with each other. Um, and so yeah, Anders replies to question four as well, the impact of ad strength, I haven't tested this, but if that machine says it's bad, it can't be good, no, I think, we got that one already. And um, Julie then takes us on to question five. So in switching gears, but sticking with Google Ads, have you seen any improvement in the search query data available within Google Ads? Yes, we had a little bit of a people saw, um, um, people saw some more search query data in the search term reports. I have not seen much more. Um, we got Julie Vice replying to, with a GIF from Shit's Creek, which is an amazing comedy, going, that's a real quick no. So I'm guessing, yeah, he's not seen any of that. Robert Brady replies, I've noticed a small uptick in visible queries. Very helpful and appreciated. <laughs> I love that. Tim replies, same. Um, I'm even getting a decent number of zero click terms showing up. Julia Vice replies, what? That's the patriarchy, excluding women from search terms. <laughs> Robert goes, no comment. Oh, that's funny. Julie replies to question five saying, my accounts are the same. One has gotten worse. Hoping that will change in the near future. And Dwayne Brown replies to question five saying, if by improvement we mean less data in the ad account, then it's amazing. 
And we have Brett Bodowski replying to question five saying, hasn't felt that way. There are still many instances on the search network where I'll have to look at a low um, volume campaign converting search term, but can't any search term that converts, I want to see in the search term report, don't we all? Julie then goes on to our last question of the day, going anything else on your mind regarding Google ads this week? Julie Vice just goes, um, just as vaguely at everything, just like stop and also no, ew. <laughs> John Kagan replies to question three saying, learn to love reading mystery novels. Kirk Williams replies to question six saying, e-commerce PPCers prepare for another Shippergeddon season, Shippergeddon, and how to include impact Google ads clients. Um, and then the, yeah, Kirk then adds a, attaches another tweet that he made earlier on saying, I can across this, uh, I ran across this article today by Kiri Masters on Forbes. I introduce you the three, three things to be aware of for Shippergeddon in 2021 freight containers. UPS is already protecting, um, projecting that they'll have 5 million packages per day to deliver and Amazon retailers don't actually know how much capacity they will have for their inventory in Facebook ads. I'm not, no, not Facebook ads. It's all oh, FBA, something about Amazon ads. Please check the acronyms page on official PPC chat for to get out what FBA is as well. John Kager then goes on to answer question four saying, I too can say lots of things and at the same time provide no helpful, helpful insight. To question five, he replies, um, no, and to be honest, it oddly seems to be getting worse, but I can't figure out if it's me or not. No, it's not you, John. Ashwin replies to question six saying, I'd like to know if Google plans to exempt regulated industries from RSA pinning penalties also a bit more transparency on RSA data as well as the reasons for their decisions would be appreciated. Yeah, what are they doing? We'd all like to know because it seems like we're all confused by that, um, especially with regulatory um, heavy um, companies. I totally agree with that. Anders replies, what's on my mind about Google Ads? A question to follow PPC chatters. Do you bother maintaining a greater than 90% optimization score by reviewing all the recommendations like we do or don't you bother no we do not bother um but um anders goes we use it for training julia vice replies yes my clients have access to their accounts and i don't need weird questions about why the score is low even though it doesn't do anything <laughs> julia replies i was just going to say pretty much the same thing robert says if you review enough recommendations you get google partner points for free stuff um, and his replies, there you have it. I was sure there was a good reason to keep going. Yeah, keep looking at those recommendations. Maybe it's worth for, um, yeah, trainers and training, as Anders said. John replies to question six saying, um, can we all agree that a migration to GA4 is currently in no one's best interest? The broad, smart RSA worked out nice. I give them credit, but please stop pushing the auto updates. Also, go Jets. Okay, very much an American thing that I don't get. Football from looks like for looks like well American football. Dwayne Brown then goes on to answer question six saying, Did clients listen and order enough stock? Had some monthly calls today, and thankfully clients did. Read this great thread on supply chain issue those issues that is only going to get worse. Ooh, some big, big things going on for econ people there. And um, yeah, like that, we come to our end of our chat. But before we go, I'll quickly end with um, Dwayne Brown's last answer to question six saying, 
it was an issue last year and been tweeting about it for the last year plus now it's even worse than q3 q4 2020 all the things adding up and see the knock-on effect happening and that's him um talking about um ordering enough stock so yeah i hope you found that very interesting um how are you feeling about rsa's let us know if you want to chat to us a bit more about that why don't you get in touch with us um not get in touch with us or actually join us for the twitter spaces chat that is going to happen on thursday that um julie bicini and probably a few of us uh, julie bicini is going to lead but a few of us are going to be there as well. I'm going to try to be there as well because it'll be very interesting to actually get my voice across about what was going on. So, yeah, I hope you found this talk useful and taking some great takeaways. Um, yeah, if you want to chat more, show, show up along on Thursday. If any feedback about the podcast or even some um, corrections of anything that has been shared, do get in touch with me on Twitter. Uh, my DMs are open. My handle is the Marketing Anu. Join us on LinkedIn as well with um, the, on the PPC Chat Roundup Podcast Group. Um, just a request, make a request to join. Would love to have you there and hear your thoughts. And finally, remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly. There's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your sons kicking. Bye, and speak to you next week. Mm-hmm.